Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Coccidiosis is a disease that can impact lightweight cattle at a stalker or a backgrounder level. Coccidiosis affects many factors of the calf's health. So an effective control and treatment plan is critical. Joining us today from Zoetis is Dr. Blaine Corners, ruminant nutritionist with the Cattle Strategic Technical Services team. Dr. Corners is an Illinois native that currently resides about an hour outside of Nashville, Tennessee, with his family. He works closely with feed companies, stockers, and backgrounders in the mid-Atlantic and southern regions of the country, and previously with feedlots in the Corn Belt. Dr. Connors, can you help ground our listeners in what coccidiosis is and what causes it? Yeah, John, coccidiosis is actually caused by protozoa in the genus of Imeria. Um, it consists of, a, of roughly 13 different coccidial species, but the two most pathogenic and the two that are the most challenging on the animal are Imeria bovis and Imeria zernii. Um, the outcome that we generally look at is reduced feed consumption, reduced body weight and efficiency, and ultimately from a secondary mechanism we'll see death in the animal. Um, coccidia is endemic, it is literally everywhere, and the animal is going to be exposed to oocysts throughout their life. Where I get into the involvement is that when we get a real surge of stress, we'll allow the oocysts to advance in their life cycle, proliferate, and we'll see tremendous numbers of them start to line the intestines. Um, some of the stressors that will cause that are shipping, changes in ration, changes in water, uh, changes in weather, overcrowding in pens, and just mixing cattle that together that have never been together can create that. Um, coccidiosis is extremely difficult to manage because most of the coccidia stats are effective early in the life cycle of the oocyst, but yet we don't see problems until much later in the life cycle. Hmm. How long does it take, I say, strange uh, uh, cattle that they haven't met before as a stressor, right? Yeah. How so, long does it take for them to get used to one another? Oh, boy. There was actually a study that was done on the veterinary side and it seems like they will, they'll begin to reacclimate in 
a seven to 14 day window. Oh, that long? If I remember correctly. So it's not like a dog that was down. Correct. But you can, if you ever start two that, that are fighting or, or riding one another, it can, it'll go on forever. You've got to separate them. And that, that does occasionally happen. How important is it for producers to understand the oocyst life cycle when it comes to developing a well, control and treatment plan? Well, coccidiosis isn't an easy disease to control because of how pathogenic it is. Um, but if we can understand when the oocysts are in the body and when the animal is vulnerable, we can make a difference with a good ration and good feed additive solutions. Um, once the oocyst is ingested as part of the life cycle, the coccy are gonna mature in the small intestine and even in the cecum about 15 days later. And roughly day 16, the, the coccy will um, move further down in the large intestine and then 18 to 21 immature oocysts start being excreted by the animal out in the pen or in the pasture and the life cycle starts all over again. Um, during the life cycle, coccyx are, are going to be infecting primarily the small intestinal lining and create a lot of trouble in nutrient absorption. So this small animal that I'm trying to get extra nutrients in as a result of stress mm -hmm. Um, we can put them in there. If we can get them to consume them, they literally can absorb them. And that creates a lot of trouble. Uh, animals will also get diarrhea. So we sp further speed up the passage rate. And it, it just creates a complex that kind of feeds on itself. Um, no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> Once the... Uh, once the life cycle is nearly complete and the oocysts have passed out, at that point, if we're going to see clinical signs, they'll start to appear. So truly, the, the damage is done. Um, and by that time, we're starting to see a secondary involvement of BRD or bovine respiratory disease. But if we can manage coxie right away and control the secondary BRD, that calf has a chance to be very productive in its life. Now, what, what are the signs that a producer may have uh, a coccidiosis problem? A study showed that about 95% of coccidiosis is actually subclinical, so there will be no signs. I think understanding that it's endemic and it's going to be there is the best weapon that they have, but Understand that even if it's subclinical, we're still going to see effects to that animal. Um, the greatest financial loss typically going to be a result of BRD. If we do see clinical cases, the one that really sticks out to people will be a, a bloody diarrhea. Um, the nutritionist will be able to look on feed sheets and notice that cattle are off feed. We're not getting the intake and pins that we need. The cowboys riding pins um, will begin to notice loss of weight. They can have a hemorrhagic or a mucoid diarrhea that will appear. Um, and this is what we'll talk about bloody stools a lot is the most common thing that you'll find mentioned. Um, 
in severe cases, then that's where you're going to get into the the issues with with liquid and, and bloody diarrhea and actually having strands of the intestinal mucosa involved. Mm. Um, one, of the, one of the major difficulties that we get into treating clinical coccidiosis is just the fact of, of how late we can actually see signs. Um, but just, again, I ask for people just to remember that it's there and from the very beginning try to manage it properly. Well, what are your recommendations in, in controlling the coccidiosis? Well, we know that it's going to be there. We know that it's going to be transmitted from animal to animal by a sporulated oocyst, and that it can be brought in through contaminated feed, water, soil pastures, um, or even by licking another animal that has a contaminated hair coat. Yeah, I try now, to avoid that. Yeah, as well do I, but... Animals in a pen are going to lay down, and I don't know whether it's out of curiosity. I don't know what goes through their mind, but they will stand and, and groom each other. Mm-hmm. Um, John, I promise I am not going to groom you while we're doing this today. Yeah, I've got gel in my so, hair. Anyways. Okay, so you'd be safe, but it yeah. does occur in a pen, and it's, a, it's actually a great site for infection. Um, I, I beg people to... To follow guidelines of good sanitation, um, cleaning pens to minimize the amount of challenge, you know it's it's, it's far, almost common sense. It, it really is, and it and it's just strictly it's it's much better to be challenged by ten organisms than it is ten thousand, because there's a lot going on with these calves. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fighting a lot of other things, and if we can minimize the challenge that they face, generally the outcome is going to be better. Um, we've talked about it before in prior podcasts, but you absolutely have to clean water and feed troughs. And in the design, um, if you build a new operation, try and minimize the amount of contamination that you can get in those locations. Um, we like to have people consider incorporating decoquinate or decox within the feed as it aids in preventing coccidiosis caused by both Imeria bovis and Xerniae in calves as well as older cattle. Uh, dosage on that product, they need to be at half a milligram per kilogram of body weight for a minimum of 28 days. Uh, the 28 days originates from just looking at the life cycle of that, of that uh, Imeria organism and making sure that we're able to manage that organism at the at the right points within the cycle Um, and I always I ask people to remember that an arrival calf has two stages in its life the first is survival and the second is productivity and I always tell them don't try and jump over the first to get to the second because you won't be happy with the outcome and once we get calves past that survival um, if we started them on decox and once we get into the productivity stage, and at that point, I like to look at, at Bovitec. Um, now, Bovitec is, is cleared for control of coccidiosis. Um, and we also, at that point, will get our benefits of both gain and feed efficiency from, uh, from the use of Bovitec. Well, 
So why is it so critical for backgrounding and stalker operations to control and uh, treat coccidiosis? The main thing, and the, the research actually started back in the 80s. Um, there was a, a real upswell of research going on at various institutions during the 80s, which drew a pretty tight connection between coccidiosis and bovine respiratory disease. Um, part of it is if an animal is dehydrated or nutritionally challenged from coccidiosis, then they really don't have the ability to respond properly. Um, the second aspect of that is if, if coxie has set up shop in the intestines, um, the immune response that they do have will tend to focus more on the intestines and it it sort of leaves the lungs wide open for BRD pathogens to move in. When we look at the overall coxie complex, um, it's not uncommon as a result of coxie and a secondary BRD infection to see uh, death losses of 25% or more. I've seen them mm -hmm. up over 40. Um, so it's critical that we manage coxie. Uh, we make sure that that mineral and water intake are where they should be, that energy and protein in the diet are right, and we give that animal every chance that they possibly have to be able to fight the, uh, mm -hmm. the coxie organism and protect their lungs as well. Well, Dr. Connors, do you have any final words about coccidiosis and, oh, and, and lightweight calves? Yeah, I think it, it starts on arrival. We really have to think about how we handle calves. Uh, we know that there's going to be a degree of stress that occurs, but any way that we can decrease stress, any steps that we can take, whether it's proper handling, having hay in the bunk, something that they're uh, nutritionally accustomed to and will begin to eat, uh, having clean water troughs so they're able to go up and drink, will remove a lot of those stressors. And we do understand that stress is the trigger that allows coxie to really bloom and to take off. Producers, they really need to work closely with the nutritionist and veterinarian to make sure that they're doing everything they can with not only rations, but the health programs and overall management of those calves to reduce the risk that they're facing with coccidiosis. Um, and they, I think they really need to understand the potential losses that can come from coxie that's one of the things that I think is poorly understood even still in this industry. Um, it's been around forever, but calves that are facing the challenge now are younger than they've ever been, and it uh, stress hits them harder. Um, and I, I also ask that people understand that, that coccidiosis is a foundation for a lot of other problems within cattle health, and that if we can manage coxie properly, that it gives our vaccines and antibiotics a, a chance to work a lot more effectively. Um, ultimately, what the producer sees is that they can reduce overall morbidity, mortality, and chronics within the operation, and ultimately have a, have a better chance to turn a profit with any given pen of cattle. Coccidiosis could impact lightweight cattle 
at a stalker background or level. Coccidiosis affects many factors of the calf's health, so an effective control and treatment plan is critical. Coccidiosis is a foundation for a lot of problems when it comes to the cattle health and in a background or a stalker operation. Control the coxie, and it gives our vaccines and antibiotics a chance to work effectively. I'd like to thank Dr. Connors from Zoetis for joining us today, and I encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.